Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. Please check out our website for all our live shows, including La Jolla. We are coming to the Comedy Store down there in San Diego. Uh, it's going to be February 28th. We have two shows, two comedy shows. We're bringing a bunch of comics. It's going to be like Eleanor. It's going to be uh, me and Ryan Mervis and Tony Hinchcliffe. And it's just going to be a big gang of people. And then the following day, we have three shows. We have a Kill Tony live podcast. That's right. We're bringing Kill Tony to the La Jolla Comedy Store. So if you're an open micer or everything, get there, sign up so you can do a spot. Uh, And that starts at 6 o'clock is what time the show starts. And uh, if you buy a ticket to the Kill Tony show, which is uh, $20, you get into one of the comedy shows later for free. So it's Kill Tony at 6 o'clock, and then we have a comedy show. Uh, I believe it's at 8 o'clock, and then we have another one at 10.30. So if you buy a Kill Tony ticket, you get into one of the comedy shows later if you want, uh, or you could just go to any of the shows, like the 8 o'clock or the 10 o'clock, 10.30 show. So again, that's uh, February 28th and March 1st. That's Friday and Saturday. We're bringing Kill Tony and a bunch of people, all the girls and Sarah Wineshank and Kimberly Congdon. Everyone's coming down. Uh, Josh Martin. Uh, so get your tickets. Go to DeathSquad.tv for all the tour dates. And also, very, very soon, our Northwest our Northwest Death Squad tour is uh, coming to, uh, is going on sale, and it's going to be uh, April 18th in Portland, April 19th in Seattle, and April 20th, 4:20 in Vancouver, Canada. And so that Death Squad Northwest tour should be going on uh, sale soon. Just go to DeathSquad.tv for all your tickets. And uh, don't forget ShopSquad.tv. That's where we have the official Kitty Cat t-shirt and Death Squad stickers. And again, that's ShopSquad.tv. This episode, my MP3 recorder that I've been using for four years, my little Tascam, died. It showed that it was recording, uh, and it, everything seemed fine, but it never recorded the set. Uh, so this podcast is using the uh, audio from the video camera, which isn't good at all. But luckily, it sounds better than I uh, feared. So this episode's a little sketchy, but it sounds, you know, it's okay. And if you want to watch the video version, that might be better. Uh, this episode had a lot of breakdowns in it and a lot of crazy shit, so... Uh, This is a crazy episode. Anyways, let's get to it. Here's the new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Man coming to you from the world famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Tonight. Happy Monday! Fuck yeah. Some of you are stoned as fuck, some of you are reactive. I could tell who's who. I'm guessing you two are stoned as fuck. Am I right? Fuck yeah. Can't even believe. How did I know? Um, welcome everybody. Happy Monday to you. Uh, I believe this is episode 37 of Kill Tony. Happy to be here. Another Monday in a row. A lot of fun stuff happening. I just finalized everything today. We are going to the La Jolla Comedy Store on March 1st for the first ever Kill Tony on the Road. It's happening. 6 p.m. La Jolla Comedy Store. 
Yeah. Uh, we set a record, uh, one of our, actually I believe it's a record, 39 people signed up tonight for the opportunity to do a minute and chat with uh, us and our very, very hilarious guests that we're going to bring out in a sec. What's happening with you, Brian Redman? Nothing. A little disappointed. My masseuse is not here. I invited this nice little 20-year-old Korean. 20? I think so. How could she not get into the comedy store if she's 20? <laughs> wow. I got her an ID. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, it's weird, man. Like, uh, like Asians, uh, not better name go there. But yeah, yeah, a lot easier for them to get fake IDs, I found out. <laughs> not going there, I said too much. Oh, because they all look the same. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But it was really easy to do, it just, it's amazing. That's right? so sad that your masseuse couldn't make it. Yeah, it sucks. Hopefully this story will end up having a happy ending. <laughs> She'll end up being here. Pitch that one right to you. Exactly. Set it up, I'll knock him down. Uh, we should bring up a uh, friend of the show, friend of Death Squad, Missy Martinez, has been in the hospital for the last uh, four or five days. Uh, she has a gland infection in her mouth. Uh, her face is all fucked up. Uh, she looks like a chipmunk. So hit up her Amazon wish list. Yeah. Throw her some love. Buy her something. She made her stand-up debut on this show and killed. She's been on yeah. twice and twice. she's destroyed both times. Yeah. I remember very specifically. Um, so shout out to Missy X Martinez. Uh, always, always cool, fun person. Um, what else? I had a big audition today that I can't talk about, yeah, and it went so it, exciting though. And it went so well. You know what might happen though. We can't talk about what it is, but if you get this, we're gonna have to figure out what's going on with Kill Tony. We're gonna have, we're to, have, have to, to figure out everything. We're gonna have to have a Tony replacement. Well, if this thing happens, Kill Tony is gonna be bigger than ever. We right. Could, we could do. Eventually, it will be. Yeah. We're gonna be at the Staples Center. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Monday Night Raw. You're gonna have to go to the Forum. <laughs> Kill Tony's at the Staples Center this Monday. Yeah, that's very exciting. I can't wait to. Yeah. Well, like March, I mean, we could probably talk about it. Maybe. Yeah, I have two months. I have two months until the callback for this thing. And so I have two months to prepare, but if I get it, man, it's fucking game over. <laughs> I swear to God, it's the craziest thing. I, I so, if anybody that knows me knows how braggadocious I am and how badly I want to talk about what I did today is unbelievable, but I can't talk about it. That's how the universe works. To finally do something so cool that it makes your head want to explode and you can't even fucking talk about it. It's insane. Anyway, I'm happy how things are now. I'm content, even if I don't get it, because I have so much fun here on Monday nights. And, uh, you know, for those of you that follow the show, a few weeks ago, our head of security for 34 episodes, the Iron Patriot, quit the show. Said he got too big for the show, that when uh, Comedy Central wants to have the show, that he'll come back, that he'll be waiting by the phone. But uh, until then, he uh, quit the show. And... So what we decided was that we were going to start having replacement Iron Patriots each week. We had the Iron Josh, we had the Iron Patriot, our friend Pete, and um, this week's no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you our first ever African-American Patriot. It's the Dark Patriot, everybody. Beams, here he is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Heck yeah, the Dark Patriot. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. It's Black History Month. Uh, how you doing today, Dark Patriot? I feel swell. <laughs> now, did you take the bus here? The Iron Patriot used to take the bus here because he had a big uniform that he couldn't sit down in. How did... I decided to ride with Ryan Mervis. Oh, interesting. A little bit of an inside reference. Mervis is, you remember Mervis is the stand-in patriot, the backup patriot. From is that me? <clears throat> Probably. And you have a bigger um, microphone than yeah. you have yeah. the patriots. <laughs> Our first African-American patriots bring in the feedback. <laughs> I absolutely love how your fro sticks out of the top of the helmet. I mean, if the original Iron Patriot with his racist antics was still here, I think he would uh, literally blow a fuse. Um, is, is that really how long your arms are? Because you're like, your arms are almost touching your knees. That's like really, really freaking me out. The NBA version of the Iron Patriot. Well, it really is believable <laughs> How is that possible? No way. What is that optical illusion that's taking place right now? That is so Do you have really long arms, Willie? Yes. I mean, Dark Patriot? <laughs> almost gave it away. Almost. Huh? Uh, I just have very uh, long limbs. Wow. Fuck yeah. I like African American Patriots. Thank you. Um, now, uh, one of the things that the Iron Patriot used to do is he would sing a song once in a while, and uh, you actually sent in a little diddly to us. Was there something you wanted to sing tonight? Sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, if you're are you ready, we'll hit the music for you. Hit it, Maestro. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this is. A Dark Patriot special. Oh shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Very mobile. <laughs> oh, I guess wow. the uh, instrumental version of this song. <laughs> pocket that uh, that YouTube version of that karaoke song was a little misleading <laughs> fuck yeah but hell of an effort one more time for the dark patriot well amazingly enough the format of the show 
isn't even about our head of security. That's just an added bonus. What we really have here is a bunch of comedians that signed up for the chance to do a minute on the stage, and I always have two of my very funniest friends join me to help me along with that process. This week is always is no different. Two of our favorite guests that we've ever had on the show. Two of the funniest comedians that I know. Put your hands together for Mike Lawrence and Fahim Anwar, everybody. Yeah. Oh man. Mike, you're back. Fahim. Thank you. Give it up for Tyler Perry's Tron, everybody. <laughs> I love I love the fro because it looks like what Maya Angelou would look like if she was wearing that. I know why the Iron Bird sings. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh god. I worked at McDonald's for seven years, so every time he talks, it just sounds like an angry customer to me. <laughs> Our customers robbing your, your McDonald's. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> it's funny too, every time you call him Dark Patriot, it just gets slightly more racist. Like, right. Every time you say the word Dark Patriot, that's one more time you have to go see Ride Along. Just so you know. <laughs> it's already better than the old one. The old one, man. I saw the old one walking here, and it might have been one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Like walking on the freeway. That's. That's like the two iconic LA moments are someone face up drowning in a pool and a guy in an iron patriot suit walking at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> like as beautiful as the sunset is, that's how ugly he was walking here. Yeah, it's always a very sad waddle that he put on. Oh yeah, it's really sad. I've had so many requests on Twitter to have you guys back on. I'm so glad that's that... Cool. Uh, two! So glad two you guys requests. <laughs> they were from they were, they were, they were, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dark Patriot, do you have any questions for our guests tonight? Classic Patriot tradition. Is, uh... I prepare for this. I do. <laughs> is this Dick talking? Because I think that's, that's or is the exercise. So <laughs> uh, right. I didn't know that you started commenting very young. How old were you? Can you tell the audience? I'm, I'm 31. Well, that's a, that surprised me. Well, and can you tell me why the Iron Patriot wears Nike shoes? I thought he was more of a Reebok guy. <laughs> I was endorsed by Nike. Okay. <laughs> but how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Eight years. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia lied because it said you started when you were 15. No, it didn't. Then you looked up a different Mike Lawrence. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another, another Mike Lawrence in comedy? I think he's using the uh, Wikipedia interface in his machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's giving you false information. That's oh, a, I apologize. That was a good question. Do you have, any, do you have one for Fahim? I do. Fahim, you dance a lot. What do you think of my performance, what I just did with Michael Jackson? Um, I mean, you're limited with space, so you did good with what you had. Um, I like Thank the you. hand movements. You, you jumped in a little early, I believe. <laughs> it, it turns out prescription medicine saved him from having to see that, so the medicine did work. What, wait, what, I'll what prescription say. medicine? That, that Michael Jackson overdosed on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. MJ would be... Uh, Rolling in his grave. Was that was that too obscure of a reference? The no. hell Michael Jackson. There are Michael Jackson fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You're like the iron pedophile up here. It's great. It's fantastic. 
Um, That's what was funny when you were like, I've got this gig and I can't talk about it. It's going to happen. No, I was I like, know. defense attorney for Woody Allen? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. If I, if I get that gig uh, as Woody Allen's defense, I mean... That's just a career change. Because the prosecutor has the easiest job. He literally just has to go look at him. I'm done. <laughs> I know. That really is interesting to me. Like, I always think, you know, maybe Woody Allen, uh, you know, maybe the wife's lying. Maybe that's just a way to get back at him for hooking up with the Asian. But then you look at a picture, an HD picture of Woody Allen, and you're just like, this guy's a fucking pedophile. Well, it wouldn't be so bad if he gave the opportunities to Asian women in films that he does in closets. I feel like the world would be a It's great. Everyone just sighed, but then, like, one person ripped up their notes like, ah, fuck. It begins. Oh, your pussy. It's so great. I mean, I guess you just imagine Woody Allen just talking to it, like, a little kid's voice. Like, oh, His wife's like, when will this be over? And he's like, soon ye. Soon. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, you guys know how the show goes. Uh, we have a bunch of comedians that signed up for the chance to do Please one Please tell minute. me Henry Rollins is getting on. I fucking <laughs> love your early works. <laughs> there is a guy that looks exactly like Henry Rollins that comes by here sometimes. And it's just some coked up doppelganger. But it's really interesting to... I've seen people just... Was that you? Somebody bet you 20 bucks that that wasn't Henry Rollins and you took it? No. They had to give you... What is that on your? Is that is that is that a Frankenberry on your arm? What is that tattoo? Oh, it's for my daughter. It's a monkey. <laughs> He's like, respond to that motherfucker. Give yeah. me a yeah. reflection. Yeah. Let's see what yeah. you do now. And while he showed while he showed it, he also flexed his bicep. Like, do you really want to fuck with this tattoo? And then afterwards, he's like, it actually is Frankenberry. And I'm like, why do we? Why, why did you say this for your daughter? Cause I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, uh, you guys get to do 60 seconds if you're picked. You know that your 60 seconds is up when you hear the meow of the kitty. Oh, how adorable. That means your time's up. Don't go much longer after that or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that got more intense than last time. I don't recall it. Yeah, yeah it definitely did. Even though know that, that West Hollywood bear is legally able to get married now, he's still angry. He's actually angrier for some reason. It's very bizarre. So let's do it. You guys ready? Get this thing started. Episode 37. Kill Tony. 39 people signed up. Our first ever African-American patriot. This is exciting. And your first comedian is... Brad Sachs. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, last year was good for me. I got engaged to be married. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who else fucked up their life last year? Just me? Yeah, I said to my fiance, hey, can we make a sex tape before we get married? She was like, absolutely, who's going to play you? Like, she's casting. Yeah. I've been engaged for a year now, and uh, I remember I love to see my fiancé about a year ago, you know? Now, one year later, if I'm driving home and I get home like tonight and her car's there, I'll just keep driving. Just around the block, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate you. Wow. Interesting. 
That's awesome. Just like the, the 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 haircut and the anger. It's like like you look like like a music teacher yeah. who really fucking hates their job. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like someone fucking plays the trombone one more time. Heads is gonna roll. Like, what was it? Angry? Was that? Was it yeah, I mean, it, it, it went it went from jokes to you just really hate your fiance yeah. and what your life has become. Like, probably not get married. Does she listen to podcasts? <laughs> 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 Uh, I hope not. She's like, we're a year in. <laughs> Just a year. No, no, it's it's not it's not that bad. Sometimes. Right. It sounds horrendous, man. What are you doing? Uh, what are you talking dude, about? She's blowing. Yeah, it wasn't even that way. You, the last thing you said wasn't even a joke. You just you were just venting anger. Like, <laughs> she's willing to marry Art Garfunkel. Maybe right. you should cut her Maybe I should reconsider. <laughs> Wait, is this a girl that you met in Ohio and then you came out here with her? And she oh no. no 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 no! He's yeah. like I go I go to uh, the open mics to make fun of her, and she goes to her Narcotics Anonymous meetings to make fun of me, and that's how we stay together. So how long have you been dating her? Uh, I, we've been dating over four years. I've known her about four and a half, five how years. How long have you been in LA? I've been here uh, going on seventeen years. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been here for a while. Been here for a while. Okay. Where'd you? Why are you engaged to her? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love? Really? No, no, it is. Good yeah. save, buddy. No, no. no. <laughs> He's like, why are they questioning the hate speech I just speak? Yeah, why, 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 why exactly do you hate the Jews? Well, you know, sometimes they smell. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do love her. She's wonderful, and she's been wonderful for my life. You it know? really is but, but, like a Hitler but, situation. Like, I feel like if we pulled Hitler out of this bucket, he pre-Holocaust, he would just do material about how, I'm not saying I, I hate the Jews, she's but I'm willing. saying that when I see one, I just drive around the block for a few more times. I mean, she's willing to take the last name Sachs. I would not judge right, so harshly. And if you're watching this at home, you can't tell because the camera's like behind you, but you were winking at us when you said that you loved her and everything. That was a wink. That was a scratch. That was a... She, she's at her job waitressing at Denny's right now going, Brad loves me, and that keeps me going on. Like, that fucking bitch! Her vagina is an abyss, and I'm Sandra Bullock trying to get home in it. Fucking... I have a question. Yes, sir. Tell me. Do you really, really think that you should marry this chick, or do you think that you won't have another chance to get somebody as cute as she is? Or did you get... Oh. Oh. No, no, no. Serious question. It's not meant, it's legit, not meant to be funny, question. that little legit. blonde cokehead girl. Just relax. No, I, mean, I, I think I could I think I could find someone else for, you know, for sure. Big, big city, LA and everything. But I, I, I just, I question if marriage is for me. I just don't know. If it's I'm scared, if it's for me, <laughs> it's just not for me. I, I'm, I'm being honest. Are you talking about so. this? Not really. So you're just gonna? <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with that. didn't open mic the proposal, but you're already open micing the divorce. <laughs> 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 
Good. Yeah. Now, I mean, so, do you have a date set for this wedding? For the, for the wedding? Uh, no, not not a, a date. About a year. About one year. Probably one year from now. One year, probably in March, next March. Right. Were you just thinking of this? No, 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 no. Thought about it. Did I think about it right now? The decision to marry her. Year Does she speak English? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're engaged. I mean, I bought her a ring and everything. Does she speak English? She does speak English. Right? Is her native country the United States? She was born in L.A. Right here in uh, West L.A. Oh wait a second. I think I might know what it is. Is she the sugar mama? No. I mean, I mean, she does better. She does a little better than is she me. She supporting you doing stand up. No, I mean she. Uh, you have absolutely got to dump this bitch. <laughs> absolutely, no doubt about it. I'm telling you right now. No, no. no. <laughs> he doesn't what really, she she doesn't want she's him to probably, do stand-up. She's no, she's sitting there listening to this, crying her eyes. This is probably what she says. I bet you go out there every night and you just talk about how you don't want to marry me. Like, no, I do bits about snuggies and people like it. She's, listen, she's very supportive. She is. I don't oh, want to take up is. all the time, man. I, I, no, I will keep you up. Hey, this this may be the longest relationship you're in, so let's. <laughs> We're teaching you about commitment. <laughs> That's good. No, no, I, I truly think uh, it's just hard. I, I don't think I, I just turned forty, and I'm like, there's just no way I can be with one one woman for the rest of my life. I, I, I just don't think it's... Wow. You mean you can't be with one woman for the next 15 years? <laughs> right. <laughs> for the next uh, uh, six months? Yeah. If the okay. one woman's going to kill you in a few years, then I say it's probably not worth it. You definitely need to, to talk to her about all this because... You uh, think so? Wait, <laughs> why are we... I mean, this is not fucking it's, it's a great twist. Yeah. It's a great twist. Because... You know what? She does not. She's so even-tempered and calm that uh, that's the good part. What's the most negative thing about her? What, what's the thing? When you're writing, because now all of a sudden you're backtracking. And you're making, uh, she's not going to find out about this. Did she like the Red Hot Chili Peppers Super Bowl performance? Because oh, if she did, leave question. her. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. Totally. Um, There's, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what... What's how, the best thing about wait, her? Wait, wait, here's a good question. How many times a week do you have sex? That's one of the things. We, there's not much sex going on. It's, it's not. That's the problem. There's not. A, I'm, a, I'm more of a sexual person. Uh, a sexual person. That was. Yeah. yeah. Look, there, there's. I don't. Once a month. Uh, well, you know it depends. It depends. It's, oh my god. No, 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 no. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's a complicated story. There's a lot of they already, there's, there's so much going on. They already saved the date for when they have sex next. So that's <laughs> next month. I don't know. I, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to take I feel very guilty taking up all the comics. I love that you keep. I love that you keep trying to dismiss yourself. This is great podcasting. I'm sorry to tell you. So do you think you're going to do something very soon? I, I mean, because obviously you're telling me what kind of world. <laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to do anything. I don't want to. I'm not jeopardizing any. I'm just viewing my thoughts. That's all. I want. I want to. Uh, I, I try to be honest. I mean, you come up here on stage. I love that. You need to make yourself as vulnerable as you can. And I can't live my life if I can't be honest about my thoughts. You know. The greatest thing would be if her name was in this book. <laughs> If she was the dark patriot all along. Is that you, Patricia? Get 
I got some jokes. That's what she was saying. Brad, yes. Um, look, what about his material? We should like. Well, that's the thing is that either you really like her or you really don't. Right. I mean, not not. I do a lot of material that's that's not as. I mean, it's more more funny than. Well, hey, I really hate my view. Constructively, one thing I will say is like, once we started scratching the surface and finding out what's really going on, that's far more interesting right. than I go around the block, take my wife, please. Type yeah, stuff, right. You know, right, right, right. right. Like, for sure. Real shit. This is real shit that can yeah. be mined for like you know, right. Better, better comedy. Yeah. yeah, right. Of course, just gotta find it funny about. It's more specific. Really. Specificity is better than just generalization. And a lot of it was wired in there. I mean, a lot of it we talked about you should be talking about how I mean you're barely getting laid once a month now and you're not even married yet and that's a premise that people can't cover you're engaged and you're barely getting laid right like, or, that's or not, not, that's not, not enough it, it, it varies but right. she, she, I got you. I'm, I'm sure you're, thing, you're, she I'm sure it stings knowing that tens of thousands of people are listening to this right now but. <laughs> shit let me, let me shit dude tens of tens it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Does, does she make you happy? Are you happy when you're with her? Look, look, she really does. She's well, here's amazing. the thing. Comedy She's never will. Comedy right. will never make that. you happy. I'm engaged, man, because this will never fucking fulfill you. You'll right. always be sad and angry and depressed, and you got somebody that loves you. So I, I, No, no, no. I, I, I totally agree with that. She's I wanted amazing. to see what he would do if yeah. he clapped. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Patriot would clap, and it would start an electrical fire. So. <laughs> What if one tear just comes out of the front of the face? Does she not have enough uh, penis for you, maybe? Enough what? Gay twist. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I'm straight. But, uh... Brad, uh, I would delve into the, all that real stuff a lot more. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Instead of Tons. beating around the bush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would Do write that. down all the stuff that you don't want her to hear. Yeah, right. And make Do that it. shit funny. And then have right. her hear it before your wedding. Okay. And do that like, same hey, like sixty seconds. Yeah. 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 And do that right. same sixty seconds uh, to your therapist tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there, he there, he there he goes, Brad Sachs. Thank you, guys. He's on Twitter at Brad Sachs. S A C H S. He's been on the show a few times. I'm also going to give out his uh, fiance's Twitter handle. That's, uh, <laughs> Big booty, no sex. That's uh, why am I doing this at hotmail.com? <laughs> that, that, that's depressing because I've been in that situation. I dated a girl for eight years and moved out here with her. And immediately when she, you know you move out here, you see all these beautiful women. So she gave me an ultimatum. Like, look, we've been dating for eight years. we got to do something now. And so we got engaged, and I just remember being in the same situation, like, I'm not going to do this. I, 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 there, there was no difference between how I felt like a week ago until now. I'm not excited about this wedding at all. And I was, like, going to just go through with it, man. I was going to do the same thing. I was just going to do it, too, because I didn't want to break up. It would be easier just to do it and get a divorce later. <laughs> and so... What, what is the deal with all these these ugly people thinking like pretty people, all right? If someone accepts you, fucking take it, because it may not happen again. The portal will close. All right? But you can also, the landslide will bring you down. But, just fucking fuck but, but you can also say that every single ex-girlfriend usually is always an improvement over the, the girl from before. And if you ever go the opposite way, you're doing it wrong. 
Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, like, but also like, realize that if you're your 31 year old bearded man with stained glasses and you say, I'm going to go see the Lego movie, and a girl says, That's cool, have fun, that is a glass slipper that will never appear again, and you better fucking put it on. I, I'm on almost 40, and this is who I was with last night. Oh my god, Brian. You're like, <laughs> see, that's why you don't get married. You're the, this oh, right here. You're the biggest 12 year old I've ever hung out with. By the Is way, that what a Woody Allen's daughter? Too soon, too soon. You, your next comedian, everybody. Let's move along from this love story. Thanks a lot, Brad Sachs, for bringing your shitty relationship. Yeah. Put yeah. yeah. your hands together for Teresa Sigmund. This set was an argument you'd overhear at an Olive Garden. <laughs> yes. Easy, but it doesn't matter. So you all know how kids are really honest, brutally honest. So my son overheard me practicing. I was practicing. I worked for a lawyer. I was practicing oral argument. Oral argument. And he's asking me, "Mommy, who are you talking to?" I'm like, "Nobody. Why, baby? Who are you talking?" Yeah, I'm preparing for oral argument. You remember, mommy works for a lawyer. He's like, "He's like, what does that mean?" He's like, "Acting." Okay. A couple of weeks later, our guests from Europe come. And we're like, you know, running the sightseeing, and there's some homeless guy going off on somebody. And my son goes, Mommy, he's acting like you! I'm like, what, what, what? He's doing the acting! And the European friends are like, what, what? There's this homeless guy going completely crazy, and my son compares me to that. I'm like, no, no, there's no acting. And he's, he's, the guests are like, what are you doing? And I don't want them to know for privacy. I don't want them to know I'm doing this whole lawyer thing. So I'm like, I you know, I'm doing acting now. And they're like, look at me, acting? It's like, Acting like, the, like being the homeless guy was a lot wor less worse than doing acting. You know, I thought I just got <laughs> away from... Anyway. So then people from... Co you know, there's a lot of... I'm sure the bear just ate a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she teaches dance at the same school Brad teaches at music at, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're getting an episode of Glee tonight. This is nice. Teresa, how do I? Can you talk into the mic? Heck um, yeah. How long have you been doing stand up? No, no, I'm here tonight because I bumped into this place. So. Oh, cool. First, your first time. First well, people say there's no funny Germans. And I just like to show that everybody's right. <laughs> that was the closest thing we've ever gotten to an apology for the Holocaust. Right, don't go there with the Germans. We're very sorry about that. That is, you know, it's funny to you. Well, you're wearing some of their ashes on your scarf, so that's not <laughs> church they were doing I mean I just are you when you say our church are you mispronouncing Auschwitz <laughs> it was this coincidence that they were doing and it's an American Adventist church they were saying they were praised and I mean I'm a Christian they were praising you know God and I was just like, I know and I just thought you know I'm like I'm a German it's so ingrained in me not to do and I just can't be doing my hand like that. Like not even. I'm like, I just that is just not like you can't see a German do that praising. Anything. 
I was just not doing it. They looked at me like, what are you doing? Like, nah, not that part. I give I give that joke 99 red red love balloons out of 100. I love that. So, uh, how long have you you lived? You've lived. You were born and raised in America. No, no way. Germany for how long? How long have you been in LA? Five years, seven years. Yeah, about that. There you go. Who are like psychic with psychic gold? I smell my own. Yeah, what? He knows a lot about uh, European ladies. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he wish. Have you ever been to Red Mine? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? V-A-T, what? <laughs> um, how okay, how do you pronounce Wilshire? Wilshire. Oh my god. Wilshire? <laughs> we must go to the Wilshire. <laughs> I think Wilshire is where Magneto's parents were murdered. <laughs> And when I try to order pizza, it's like nobody knows the street. When you try to order pizza, like, okay. The pizza is baked in the oven. <laughs> and I say it's between sunset and Santa Monica. They're like, you mean Wushu? I'm like, it's Wilshire, so, you know. I go to my favorite pizza shop. <laughs> it's on the corner of Wilshire and Wilcox. <laughs> Look, I know it's not going well, but I, I, I like you. I want you to stay in this country. I think you should marry Brad anyway. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Hey, what's this in the bucket? A green card? <laughs> Now, are, are you are you a full time like are you a citizen now or are you just uh, over here by running from the law? Yeah. No, I'm running from the law. I'm running towards the law. Ooh, taking Wilshire, I see. Can <laughs> make a left on Temple Five Five Five. You guys should all go on Tuesday and, and assert your civil rights at the Board of Supervisors. <laughs> hey, 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 we don't plug our own they stuff on this show. They hate melanin rich people. They hate melanin rich people. I always fight for you people and say, stop. <laughs> you melanin rich are being incarcerated. The what? Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> now, by you people, do you mean blacks or robots? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean people that are being falsely incarcerated because of the same thing that us do, but they get in prison, we go to rehab. That's the difference. Are you are you saying melanin rich? Yeah. Well, I don't like to say black because I don't think there's black people. That's scary. You call them melanin <laughs> rich? Wait, you don't think there's black people? Uh, oh my god. Did you guys see? That, that's actually the name of uh, Willie's first comedy album. It's uh, Melanin, melanin Rich or My Child. She's a she's a she's a twelve years a slave conspiracy theorist. I don't think this, if you look for the clues, that didn't happen. <laughs> Patriots glaring at you right now. Look at that. Glaring, he loves me. Are you celebrating Nothing History Month? <laughs> I just it's not black. There's not such a thing as a black person. It's melanin rich. In in, in our literature, black is associated with negative. So, do, do you call white people melanin poor? <laughs> yes, in fact. Really? Yes, in fact. Or shoot. But they're also melanin rich, just not Oh, what if she just said the racial slurs? Yeah. <laughs> what? No, that's just reserved for albinos. <laughs> and don't discriminate against race, I discriminate against stupidity. And so oh. that's a whole different thing. That's a great answer. 
mean, race is if you can prove to me that race is something to do with stupidity, I'll look into it. As long as it's unrelated, somebody of any kind of like looks is completely unimportant to me. Yeah. There you go, but you gotta admit those melon and rich people. First they take all our jobs, then they take all our melanin, god damn it. <laughs> Well, it's funny, we all try to look like them. We know we, we, we try to be yeah, And then she just takes that charcoal and just... We all try, we all try to, we all to get look fake like tans. Them. We all try to get poofier hair. We all try to do a lot of things that they have, but then we just kind of say, oh, but they're bad. But we all try so hard. And then with man, they really try to, you know, well, not go there, but... I think our time is done. <laughs> Uh, Ter Teresa is Once so you go melanin rich, you're one happy bitch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, that's the melanin rich. Right. Very interesting. Wow. I mean, holy moly. Did that for Anne Frank. I wrote this joke in my diary. <laughs> Man, those are definitely the two most interesting openers we've ever had on the show. This is like a fucking amazing uh, start. That was two really different types of sadness. That was great. <laughs> she really did apologize about the Holocaust for a moment. I don't know if you guys caught that, but she goes, we are really sorry about that. That is so fucking funny to me. Our bad. <laughs> um, uh, oopsie. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh, we really didn't mean to do that. Accident. Did I do that? <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, the melanin rich character, Steve Urkel. <laughs> Put your hands together for Mike Robertson, everybody. <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me. How's everybody doing? Yeah. We're gonna talk about college today. Anybody go to college in here? Anybody go to college? Yeah, yeah. College will make you do some stuff you never thought you would do, like stealing hot sauce from the cafeteria. And you put it in your room on your dresser like it's yours. And where you get your toilet paper from in college? Anybody? Wendy's. You get the yellow napkins. <laughs> Follow them up in your bathroom. <laughs> College was a trip for me from the beginning, though. My dad wanted to make it a road trip, so he made my mother drive so he could get his drink on along the way. And so we had this tragedy before I got to school where basically he had to use the bathroom. He was on her nerves all the way, to, on her nerves, getting on her nerves. She wouldn't stop, so he peed into a cup. Peed into the cup, threw it out the window, and went right into the back window and hit me in the face. <laughs> Bad part about it is, or the good part about it is, I had on shades. Bad part is, I had piss on my shades. That was a subdued line. That was, that was like the day the MGM line was being put to sleep. Indigestion from that horse earlier. <laughs> but Lionel, how do we let him know the sex over? Nerf, nerf, burr. Oh, there you go. Right. Uh, Mike Robertson. Yes, sir. 
Did that really happen, the peace story? No, that did happen, actually. Wow. It wasn't quite as bad as it sounded. Only a few drops got on me, so I put some extras on it. But it did happen. <laughs> it felt like there was another twist coming. Like when you said the good news was I was wearing sunglasses and the bad news was I had pee on my sunglasses. I feel like that was sort of like a known thing. I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, everyone expected there'd be pee on the sunglasses. <laughs> I know, that was kind of on purpose, because you would expect it. But, so it's um, layered, I guess. There were so <laughs> many, I don't know what to call that, actually, but I, the, I knew you would know. But, but there, was yeah. so, there was so much useless information to get to that point, that like him being a drunk, what did that mean to the story? All these different things that you kept saying about college and all that. What, what did college have to do with getting piss on the face and everything? It's just like... You know, when you when the SATs, they always have that section where it's like, circle which part isn't relevant right. to the story. You should do that when, when writing jokes, because only the net, because you, you got cut off, right? You didn't get to finish because you had so much unnecessary exactly. info. And then also, you're expecting uh, like what you think to be relatable is not like, none of us used Wendy's napkins as toilet paper. <laughs> You go to Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I've never done that. I was also personally envious because I could never afford the amount of melanin you have. <laughs> yeah. It kind of costs, dude. It kind of costs. Uh, <laughs> so wait, wait. You did say that you use Wendy's napkins? No, or? I did. You know, like, basically when you run out of toilet paper and you're at a fast food place, you just kind of, like, get extra tissue to take home so you can have the tissue in your bathroom. I mean, this is a simple fix. I don't know if it makes it much funnier, but you say I. You know what I mean? Because that's more true than you guys know. Yeah, make it personal. Maybe add something about how you wouldn't need as much toilet paper if you ate something better than Wendy's. You use Twitter so you know that there's like a, a character count of like you have to you only have so much right. space. Imagine trying to write that joke in a tw tweet. You know, like use Twitter's really good because you have to try to edit yourself and get the point across. And that, like, like I remember last time you were on stage, the same thing. You, you had this very elaborate story, and then it kind of just, like, at the very end, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was just paying too much attention to this story. I didn't really get the joke. Because the thing is, you if you if you work really hard, you could be a great comic someday. But if you keep doing what you're doing, you could be an amazing NPR host right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're averaging about a punchline every minute, 10 so. Well, you know, I'm really like a storyteller kind of style. My style it's not more spoken word. And I'm trying to like... But then play to your strengths, you know? But go, go to the so mob. So I'm trying to figure go out to, how to do it in a minute. Yeah. But, go to, but, 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 but don't. Like, if that's your strength and that's what you're good at, then, then don't. Go to the storytelling yeah, mic. Story go to the longer shows. mic. But if you want to do stand-up, then you've got to cut the fat, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Definitely. What else happened? When you got the piss on your face, there's piss on your sunglasses, your face is covered in piss, what do you say to your dad? Do you say, Dad, I'm back Damn, here. Damn, yeah, exactly. What really happened? So what really happened is we were in Alabama, and it was yeah. really hot. And so we had just got a new car. Unfortunately, the car did, the AC didn't work in the car. A new work. car. The <laughs> AC doesn't work in the middle of the summer. In the middle, in August. And going through Alabama. So it was hot. Oh my God. So that's why the why windows did you pick, were down. Why did you pick that car? 
I was going to say something else. No, no, no. <laughs> Why did you pick that cotton? Well, you know what? It was kind of cheap. It was, it was kind of cheap. Right. It, you, was, it was cheap. You guys might be melanin rich, but <laughs> not enough to have an AC. Um, it was supposed to have AC, but it just didn't work. Do you remember what kind of... Was it a Wendy's it was cup? A, no, it was a big gold cup. Big gulp. Oh, the worst. That's like 72 ounces of hot piss. <laughs> and look, it's funny, he had ice in it, and the ice immediately melted. Right. So yeah. it was like weird. It was like water. So what did you piss. say to your dad after the piss hit you? And was he upset that there was now piss in the back of his new car? Or did he really not care? No, it was my car, actually. It was my car, and they were helping me, quote-unquote, drive it to college. Oh, so I had wow. piss in my car. Really, it was like piss water in my car and on me. So I thought that was fun. It wasn't funny at the moment, but every time I tell somebody, it's like a funny story. Well, I think so it was funnier of... in the moment than it is now, actually. <laughs> uh, it's sort of hard to get that story across with a bang, because there's no... There's nothing really coming. <laughs> he's like, he's like, and the worst thing, he's like, I've done this joke a few times in urban rooms. I'm always heckled with, at least you had it, Dad. And then it gets really, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was raised in Florida. It comes out sometimes. I apologize. Uh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Did I just walk the Patriot? <laughs> I guess there's only enough room for one of you. Uh, oh. That's an O, really? Really? Chick is out of control. Mike Robinson, everybody. Uh, thanks, guys. Matt Mike I love that you're on Twitter. You don't seem like the kind of guy that would be. But he's, if you're wondering who's the King Mike Buggy, I mean, I'm sure you tried Mike Lawrence when you were getting on Twitter. That's probably the first one. Oh, I'm so pissed about the person who has Mike Lawrence. He literally has one tweet, and it's, when are we going to go hiking, Sharon? That's it. Someone took that from me. That's so awesome. Yeah, somebody and I believe it's like a Uruguay or something has the at kill Tony, and it's just a totally different language. So I have no idea how to even ask him for it. Without, I don't know. I don't even know where he's at. Anyway, it's just a little fun fact. I used to. I didn't have toilet paper once in college, and I used one of those pads that chicken come on. Oh. There's no stand or anything on it, so I just went with it. Like a puppy pad? No, like yeah, when, you know how like like there's like a, if you buy raw chicken, it's always on a puppy pad, a little baby puppy pad. Oh, oh yeah, that's really really. Oh, that's it was, I mean, it wasn't it's... fresh. It was like even then, there's you're the bacteria. first person to get salmonella of the butthole. <laughs> Erica Alegria. All right, uh, this is my impression of Stephen Brody Stevens as a strip club DJ. All right, guys, get out those dollar bills. Hell yeah, yeah. We got that two-for-one promo out there. Two-for-one, two-for-fun. Enjoy it. That's right, guys, we got that promotional going on right now. It's the five-for-three. You get two free lap dances. Love it and enjoying it. Yes! Alright, enjoy it! We got that ATM over there by the bar area. Hell yeah, yeah. Hot, sexy ladies out there loving it and doing it. This is Christopher Walken in Spanish. 
Christopher Walken has met guys and they see the mask cowbell. Mask cowbell. Yo te digo, no me dan nada de respeto, no respeto. I think that was Dan Cook. Straight to the bear on that one. Straight to the bear. Well, that went straight to the unbearable. <laughs> well, I don't know what's worse, hearing a comedian do the 1,000th Christopher Walken impression or the first Brody Stevens impression. <laughs> that was a dick sucking itself. <laughs> yes! Loving it and doing it, hell yo-yo. But also, if you do an impression of someone so insider, you know, like not a lot of people would know who Brody is. Like, yeah. We in the room will know who it is. The impression's gotta be very good. What about Andrew know? Dice Clay? Hickory, dickory, dock, is that chica, chupando me kind. But everybody can do that. You know that? Yeah. That's like Mary had a little lamb in the You're shower. You're like... You're like... You're like... You answered the question, what if the rapper Pitbull did impressions for a living? And you guys like reggaeton impressions? This is Rodney Dangerfield sweating. Oh, what do I tell you? Yikes. Now, are you hoping to get those impressions like of inside people to the point to where you make them famous? The person that you're doing an impression of? No, you're saying. doing a great impression of a guy who comes up on stage in a shirt that says pothead on it. That is fucking <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> is a big Did you make that yourself? No, no, this is my buddy shirt. Um, <laughs> and my, my buddy is Bill Cosby, and he sounds a little like this. He wants to deal with no Magusta. The Bloody Stevens one, like, even though I know who he is, Dude, and I'm just having idea, fun. I know, it's I, like, you know what I mean? I'm not taking this to Comedy Central, yeah, but I got the bro, you know, that that just but fun. Other people Relax, you guys are just like, you guys are all like, no, sir, you're doing it wrong. Like, who cares? I know, but what I'm saying is that. That it was a really good club DJ voice. I mean, it was dead on as yeah. a club DJ voice. I just didn't Which have guess enough. Guess what? Everybody can do that one the too only, if they wanted. The only Brody thing about it was the enjoy it. You know, the yeah, yes. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. There's there was no Brody in that. There was like one or two things through the whole thing. If you're gonna do it, do it. But like that was just like a, a strip club DJ. Right, maybe just maybe I should have got high before I did it. That's yeah. all. Do you like that? Wait, you're not high and you're wearing a pothead shirt? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Pot the real head. potheads of North Hollywood, I'm just representing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Yikes. That's my gang. That's your gang? Yeah. Wow. We ride bikes all around North Hollywood. We smoke weed. We jaywalk. We do a bunch of bad stuff. Wow. You don't have nothing to do with the real potheads in North Hollywood. We're bad dudes. Who would have thought we, your... wear, we wear vests like this. They're crazy. We're nuts. Who would have thought your last impression would be worse than the ones you did? <laughs> I love when someone got a lesbian caught in your throat, Tony. What's yeah. that? You got a, you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, what's no. that? Let me buy some time before I start calling you uh, Spanish McFly. Yeah. Oh, I, settle down in the back. Oh, I, 
Right, you're getting scared. You signed up for this. You didn't scared? I'm scared. We're having fun, right? You guys are throwing stuff at me. Yeah. I'm throwing it back. Yeah. Relax. No, I don't need uh, uh, it. Right? Hey, they get all uptight. All of a sudden, it goes back to. Uh, right, but excuse me, we're like the nerdy. But what if Jerry Seinfeld threw it back? What's the deal? Can you do a Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger? No. Damn. Talk about hack. All right, that's straight up. But Christopher Walken is the Wait, wait, did you guys hear my Christopher Walken impression? It was like, yes, I heard it was one line. Christopher Walken it, was, it was supposed to be a joke. Guys, they threw mass cowbell. You think that's my closing bit? You had 60 seconds to tell comedy and that's Dude, I'm joke. doing 60 seconds on a freaking podcast, all right? Yeah, for people to hear. So what? That's your first Oh, whoa, what if they hear it? Oh, no, what if they don't like it? <laughs> well, that is what's going to happen, so you should. So, so what's gonna happen? Am I gonna quit comedy tomorrow because of it? Because you're acting so. like this at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't end up too well for you tonight. You got, you got, you got a little bit nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm heartbroken, Tony. I guess this is the end of my comedy career. I should just pack up and leave LA because yeah, you said your so. Your career can start walking. <laughs> your comedy career would have to start for it to come to an end. <laughs> All right, Tony. It'll have to come to an end, I guess. Oh, if that impression is, is as good as your other impressions, I'm pretty excited that I sound like that. Erica, you're pretty much completely unbearable. Erica Lagria. What did you want? Feedback for your shitty impressions? All you have saying is that we're just having fun up here, so you didn't really so want So when I was any. coming back at you guys, you guys didn't have anything for that? You guys were just... But it's not even material. You said yeah. yourself that you don't do that on stage. That you can't... And then you're just so fucking I was just having so fun. Why would we all like, oh, man, I have But then of all the names in this bucket... you think it's going to end my comedy career? No, you're Seriously. just wasting everybody's guys, fucking time for shit they don't give a shit about. Dude, you think way too much of this podcast to actually think this is going to make or break my my career. It's not what I'm saying that. You're never going to say goodbye so other people... Get out the part where he parts his Yeah. I, I, I just I want to apologize to Aaron Marsh and Rashid Stevens and every other person who actually tries and fucking wants to be a comic. That was terrible. Yikes. I'm pretty sure he just burned uh, at least. 80 bridges. And got a sitcom on Telemundo. So <laughs> Fuck yeah. I didn't even get to make fun of them. This has been a crazy fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. Man, really we really need some Germans up in here. <laughs> 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 good.
We only had we someone. We need Germans to lighten up the mood and give a fun feeling. We only had a German to apologize for the Holocaust. Man. It's been, it's literally been, I don't think I should marry a girl, kills the Jews, piss in my face, and Christopher Walken. Oh. I mean, that was just the worst. I, I don't know. What do you think he could have done to be a little bit worse? I think it's going to turn out that we've been dead for the last hour. <laughs> it's weird when uh, Iron Patron is the only thing I understand in this room. The only thing keeping me going. I love it that he said you guys are taking this podcast way too seriously. Like, even if it was an open mic, just a regular open mic, and this wasn't being recorded, why would you want to suck? And then be proud of sucking, and then not pretend, and then pretend like you didn't suck, and just say I'm just having fun. Yeah, and then like I'm you, just having fun isn't a defense. Right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make it all right. Yeah. But to be fair, it seemed like he was kind of having fun. He was. Wasn't all the screaming? He did kill with himself. Welcome back. And that weird crying thing at the end, where you try to make it funny by like, oh, that was a joke, but oh. it's like a, there's a part of that that's real, because and I know because. It happens sometimes where, like, you, you just fail so terribly at something that you try to, like, exit on a joke, which you kept trying to do over and over again, but there's no real good exit after all that. Um, the back Yeah, yeah. that was good. <laughs> Your next comedian. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> this is a new name, I do believe. I don't believe it, that he or she has been on the show before. Eli Jacobson, everybody. You know what this means? Iron blacklisted. I don't know what to do. I thought he was going to get blacklisted. Fuck yeah, double. I feel, I feel like Eli Jacobson was just going to be that guy, but in a co-pay <laughs> Fuck yeah, Patriot, you put the, you finally put the black in blacklisted. Hey. I just, just want to, how great would it be if that guy was Philip Seymour Hoffman's dealer so you could hate him on two different levels? Wow. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, come on. Too late, too late. I love how you kept trying to guess what I was going to make fun of him as. You know, call me a Spanish Marty McFly. It's like, no. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jay Light. Sorry. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, I'm a swimming teacher, and it's a pretty good job, except sometimes it's real weird. Uh, one of my kids that I teach lessons to, he almost drowned. That's why his parents bought him the lessons. Uh, and it's really hard to teach a two-year-old how to swim when he's already seen death. <laughs> he, just, he does not care. Like, I can't imagine raising this kid. Hey, what are you coloring there, sport, huh? Oh. Oh, this is just all black. <laughs> yeah, Daddy liked the void. <laughs> so, like, I felt bad for the kid, and then he pooped on me. I didn't feel bad after that. He had what we in the biz call an accidental release of feces, or an arf. <laughs> Much less cute than it sounds. I can't be bad at the kid. He's literally scared shitless by the water. I get it. I just wish there were other things he knew he'd be afraid of. You know, sixty percent of you is made of water. You kind of have to deal with it a lot in your life. The energy's a thin kid. Get it together. 
Wow, perfect time. Thank you. Before you, Eli Jacobson had had the set of the night. So, <laughs> that, was, that was that was good, man. Tough to follow, Eli. Super tough. Um, what happened in the beginning of that joke? Oh, I tried to say something about how fucking weird it was beforehand, but I fumbled the words. No, I mean like the first part of the joke. Oh, the first the part of the joke. Poop in the water, or what? Wait, what? What happened? Uh, he almost drowned. He almost drowned. Right. That's why I had to teach him the lessons. Like, he hired me after that. So what was all black he was because he was dead? Yes. He probably should say blue or something. Because I had no idea what you were saying black. It's like when you drown, you don't turn black. It's usually like blue, right? Well, I was... So. The, uh, I don't know. I guess I was trying to think... Like, He's I, talking I about the kid. He said the drawing. And the he drawing was just, black. Just, just, just yeah, circles, black circles. I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it was a lot refreshing than, you know, the other guy. That was already in when he said swim What if Christopher Walken said that, <laughs> There's a kid in the pool. And <laughs> God, guys, what's doing? <laughs> the Iron Walken. Yeah. But were, were you having fun on stage now? <laughs> what if Al Pacino like was a swim there. teacher? Ruah, swim, Johnny! <laughs> Uh, like legitimately, I will say I, I like the confidence. You have the cadence. You're making eye contact with us. It's like you look like you're comfortable up there. How long have you been doing stand up? About five years. Okay. Yeah, you're very comfortable on stage. Uh, I mean, jokes can be a little punchier. Maybe that'll come in time and just. But yeah, you look comfortable. Up there. Uh, how how often have you been doing it in that? Five well, years? Uh, really, I've been I've been like focusing on it for about three. First two okay. was motors like a wash because of the first two like fear years and not being able to get up a ton of places. I think once the writing becomes sharper, because the comfort you have is on, on, like the hardest, one of the hardest things about stand up. Writing is probably what needs to follow. It was like the word, like the, the, the ARF joke, like you just took an acronym and then right. said it. it, there wasn't a punch there. Right. Right, right. Um, and I also, I don't, I get, maybe it was just me, but I kept just, I sort of didn't get any of the punchlines. I didn't get the black thing. I didn't get the, yeah. the part before that. I think there was one. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, I, they, yeah, they definitely need to have like some crisp. I don't even really know what the main frame of that, what was the front end of that joke about, about swimming lessons? Uh, it's really like, hard what was to, the beginning of it? It's really hard to teach a kid how to swim when he's already seen death. So he did die? He was he officially almost died. dead. He almost died. Right. Almost died. Well, there's a joke right there that you could, you know, like, <laughs> I, I teach two, you know, I, I teach swimming lessons to two-year-olds, so more like try not to drown lessons or something like that, <laughs> you know? And, like, if you're if you're two and you almost drown, isn't that closer to uh, near-birth experience? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's also like you've had your hands on more wet two-year-olds than Jerry Sandusky. Use what you have. You know, think about it. Honestly, one of the weirdest things about teaching a two-year-old is because you have to like hold them up in the water and you have to be touching their butt the entire time and like around. It's super weird. And There's probably a lot of pee in that pool too. That a lot of pee. About. Yeah. A lot. And there was when the when the kid pooped, there was poop in the pool. We had to vacate. Weird. Talk about that shit. <laughs> 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 
There you go. Jay on episode comedy, so there he goes. He's at guy at Jay on Twitter. It's almost interesting having just a uh, completely sane person up there. Yeah. It's comforting. Thank you for saving us, lesbian Harry Potter. Thank you so much. Fuck yeah. Let's keep the fun train moving along. Here we go. Anything can happen. It's, ooh, Armando Anto. Hey guys, how are we doing? Um, I was born and raised in France, and uh, after all this time, I still don't look French. And that's because my parents come from a touristic place called the Middle East. And, um, well, it's interesting because since I started stand-up, um, People tell me that because of my French accent, I cannot sound gay, and because of my face, I cannot look like a terrorist. And it's not very attractive to be a gay terrorist, so it's not something that's working very well. Anyway, um, I, took a, I took a lot of uh, classes to improve my accent, and uh, as you can hear, it worked very well. <laughs> and, uh, but I found a new way to, uh, to improve my accent and it's called drinking. Uh, alcohol is the solution, uh, especially when the audience is more shit-faced than I am, but that never happens. And uh, there's still some words that I can't, alright. <laughs> you know what, this is one of those weird instances where I actually want to hear the end of it, so you, you, what instances? No, well, I'm, I'm a violin teacher. And so, um, when I teach the violin, I, I have Wait, a hard what? time. Wait, uh, Violin. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> violin. Violin teacher. Okay. And so, uh, I have a hard time pronouncing some words and they really sound like shit when I say it. Uh -huh. So, like, when I ask a child to concentrate, I would tell him, like, Alright, Jonathan, would you please focus? <laughs> and that always sounds bad, you know? Francisco Ramos' ears are broken. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a French Cisco Ramos. <laughs> French Cisco Ramos. When you say you don't look French, you're wearing like... Yeah, you look French. You're wearing a French shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Can you mime out your jokes? <laughs> yeah, you look like so a French. French. Terrorist. <laughs> Super yeah. French. It's like French Bahamian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like uh that's like the that's like if the dark patriot came up and was like you know i'm uh, i look nothing like a superhero <laughs> you're wearing the costume i mean the striped short sleeve yeah, t-shirt you're, you're dressed very french yeah, yeah. all right that he sex you no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you, do a you do a joke saying where you don't look French. Well, you won't tell me. So you won't tell me that I have a face of a French guy. Well, you do because you have a beret on. But it's yeah. <laughs> that was really American. You know? Nobody, nobody that's not French wears their yeah, anyone outfit. anyone who's American <laughs> anyone who's American who wears that tilts it to the forward and sings for Smash Mouth. So definitely not American. So how long have you been in America? Well, I've been traveling a lot for the last 10 years, but uh, yeah, I left France 10 years ago. Heck yeah. So, France 10 years ago, and you lived there all the way up before uh -huh. that, right? Yeah. Born there. Yeah. And uh, what kind of Middle Eastern are you? Uh, Persian. Uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Persian and French. That's delightful. <laughs> yes. 
Interesting. So nothing to. I mean, there were definitely. I mean, obviously, this is you know your your second language and you're learning, and I could feel like at times there were some you know barriers with that of you know communication of you know wordplay <laughs> and all that. Well, I'm just being honest, like okay. the the way you know like you would say things factually, but not you know in a complete you know funny punchy way like, right. with the joke about you know the audience and I'm drunk and they are not and you know but like. That's I, how I sound. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good at impressions, you know, which we've learned is a good thing tonight. <laughs> Actually, a bad thing. Uh, but I, I just, I just, I, I felt like at times there was, you know, some kind of a distance. And, and the more you do it, I mean, I applaud you. I, I can't yeah, speak any other language. Yeah, it's very impressive that you know that in your second language, and same with you. Like I don't even know how you do that, but. I think it just comes from a reps thing because the length, the syntax of what you're trying to say, just the more you get it down packed. I, I have a question for you because you guys do stand up comedy. Uh -huh. I, I, I've done a set last Wednesday in this exact same room. Mm -hmm. There were about a hundred people, mm -hmm. not stand up comedians, normal drunk people, and I did my six minute show and it killed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I just, I'm lost because, well, I bring my violin normally in my set. Your violin. Yeah. Did you <laughs> play that last week? Yeah, I, I did. How much it. of the six minutes was the violin? Forty-five seconds. Did you open with it or close with it? Both. <laughs> the sandwich. So you did twenty-two. But, 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 but if you see the video, like it's through six minutes, it's just laugh and laugh after, and it, it was great. And every time I go to an open mic or something, we stand up comedians, you know, expecting, yeah. expecting the punchlines and uh -huh. everything. It's just so different. Let me tell you why. Because a belly room bringer show on an average night, this is like a special format of a show that yeah. takes place in this room. Normally, the shows here, the audience, are filled with the biggest idiots in the world. <laughs> because they got dragged here by their friends. The <laughs> their friends who work in restaurants with them and stuff. It's a very easy and supportive room. Yeah, yeah. they're trying to laugh to help their friends out have you know fun trying to be supportive and stuff. So I mean, you get a little weird audience there. That's what comedy can be. This is what comedy is. <laughs> and, then, and then another question is like, I would watch like Louis C.K. and I'm laugh, laughing my ass off, mm -hmm. and and then I would watch another comedian and I'm just not finding it that funny. Right. I might find you guys way more funny than they are, but you're like, so what's right. what's that? They have their own uh, audience. Everyone has their own taste. Yeah. It's always that way. Not everybody's always gonna like everybody. Everybody's different. And so are the comedians. So it's all about finding your own little people that you like. Nobody has the exact same top ten comedian list. I and and the thing is too, because I noticed that at times, and it, there's nothing wrong with it, but you know, you were nervous or you would expect a reaction, and then there would be like kind of a sigh. That's exactly that. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, it happens all the time. But the thing is, you should be performing as if you're on that belly room show yeah. all the time. Right, and that's what the open mics are good for, is by burning away that fuel of, oh shit, they didn't laugh at that. Like, yeah. that's exactly what you want to get used to. Yeah, so don't they, give up on yeah, us, let us of, give up on you. And a lot of comics, <laughs> like a lot of comics will avoid shows where you'll get those sighs or not everybody's gonna like, they just want to do those bringer shows, where they're gonna get a ton of laughs, but you're not gonna get good if you're just being rewarded all the time. You need to have these, you need to fall. Oh, yeah, 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 I get it. It's going like that all the time. Yeah, but that's comedy. Even yeah, 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 totally. How long have you been doing stand-up for? Three months. 
This is exciting. I think, uh, you know, I mean, my favorite part of that set, by the way, and I don't even know whether you were trying to be sarcastic or not, but was when you said, uh, I've been taking French classes, and as you can tell, they work. Yeah, of course it's sarcastic. Right. But it actually is true at the same time. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine, like Fahim said, I mean, a second, like, this is the hardest thing yeah. to do, in my opinion. With, your, with a normal language, to be able to change timing and cadence and beats and everything, especially just the words, it seems like fucking nightmare. Like if my final... It's like if we had to do stand-up in French. Right. 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 Impossible. <laughs> no, then you would just tear us to shreds. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, you should talk more about that. Like, the beat just about being French and, and stuff like that instead of... Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Just talk about whatever you want yeah. to, you know? Because sometimes people will be like, hey, talk about being an Afghan, and I don't want right. to talk about that yeah. shit. Yeah, right. So just talk about whatever you want. But I think just get up more. Yeah, and, and then it'll it'll just wash away the nervousness. All right, thank yeah, you guys. Totally. Right, yeah, definitely. Stick with it, man. Armando Anto. You gave, me, you gave me your email instead of your Twitter handle. Because I don't do Twitter. Okay. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we won't put that out there because you don't want anybody fucking with you. No, you don't want. Very good. Um, interesting. Fucking violin player, French, Arabic. Interesting. Love that. All right. There's Armando Anto. Let's get somebody else in here. How you guys doing? You having fun? Here you go for Adam Patterson. Fahim, I want to apologize to the Afghanis. I was in the military. Oh! <laughs> All right, uh, bumper stickers, guys. We really got to think about these bumper stickers because you guys are putting these causes that are near and dear to your hearts on your bumpers, and then you're driving around like assholes. I was driving behind a guy for 30 minutes with this free Tibet bumper sticker. I don't know where Tibet is. I can't even point it out on the map. But I want to fucking bomb Tibet by the end of the time. He's texting and driving. He's all over the road. I think I'm going to start a, a driving school where uh, you have a driver's test. And based on your driver's score, you're, you're awarded a bumper sticker. All the shitty drivers can get a Cheney 2016 bumper sticker. All the good drivers get the coexist bumper stickers. And I think the world will be a better place. All right, that's all I have. Interesting. You just started standing. I just started in December. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, saying, saying you were in the military and then talking about bombing Tibet makes me think that you could. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, I'm anti-war after it was cool. You know what I mean? You've always wanted to do something. And you earned it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I served and I saw the whole thing's a, a sham. Now I'm anti-war. That's fucking yeah. exciting. Yeah, there we go. You've always wanted to do stand-up. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you have bits about that? Because that's, that's really an interesting funny. perspective. It's not really funny, it's kind of right. sad. I've okay. noticed it's that. Angry. I've noticed that time and time again. Ever since I started comedy, I've noticed that it is probably the hardest thing. I've seen religion jokes kill. I've seen so many. There's something so hard to make military, I've been in the military jokes. Yeah, but once you have the, the cred of, well, I was there, then you're allowed to because it's your perspective. Yeah, and I understand that you want to talk about things specific that are unique to yourself in comedy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. bumper stickers, I'm sure that, that somebody has something similar to that joke out there, you know? I've never heard it. Right. Yeah, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I knew that, uh, I knew that uh, you're in it to win it. The fact that you made that Afghani Fahim joke right from the top, I mean, that's like... <laughs> 
that's sort of like pro shit, you know what I mean? You yeah, acknowledge yeah. something that with you and your background, where right to the direction you were going in, which is the military, you made the sorry about the Afghanis, and then you were in, and then you're playing with fire. I could tell that you're brand new by how fast you're going. Yeah, well, I, I was pacing up and down Sunset trying to get my minute in. Right. My original material was about automatic toilets. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> well, I couldn't get it under a minute, so I was like, fuck it, you know, we'll do right. something else, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm actually going to be in a documentary about drones and uh, speaking out against it on Vice. And, uh, yeah, the bumpers. So you saw drones in person, you saw them. I actually worked as a contractor right. for, for a drone program after, after that. And then, uh, about after 20, 2009, when I was removed from it, I started questioning it and started reading up on stuff and started getting different perspectives, people that are in Pakistan. And, you know, it's just like, uh, what if the Chinese invaded the United States and started kicking in our doors? I would take a blue weapon up, shoot them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so similar to there, you know what I mean? There you maybe, go. Maybe that's a joke right Yeah, exactly. No, that is. That works. That's the type of stuff. I mean, if, if you want to go that, if you wanted to go that direction, you could. But you can also, you know. There's something so say, appropriate about him following the French guy. Like, <laughs> when you American things up here, right. surrender to my punchline. I'll be in France in two weeks. I'm going to Lyon, actually. Oh. And you in a fucking crater. Just pleasure? What are you doing in France? Just, yeah, to visit a friend. That's awesome. Play the violin. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Adam, you just started in December, and uh, I fucking love your style. I mean, I could tell that you're in it to win it, and that you're probably going to be doing this for a long time. So congratulations. Yeah. I hope you come back. Next yeah. time you're on, let's hear about automatic toilets. Come back again soon. That's Adam Patterson. Follow him on Twitter at The Patterson. Unlike our heads of security, this guy's an actual patriot. So... Um, I mean, come on, you're wearing a pajama costume for a sixth grader. Uh, hey, I'm trying, man. Oh, Red Band, it's not on you. That's, that's all a, that's Amazon a, Prime, by the way. That, that's, the saddest, <laughs> that's the saddest thing I've seen in shoulder pads since the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I, give that, uh, I give that joke uh, a Seahawks 75 points. I was at that Super Bowl. I you were at that Seahawks. Super Bowl. That's right. You, you dub shirt, man. Wow. Yeah, I Wikipedia football to tell that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as uh, many of you know, every episode we have two regulars that go on. They always bring a new minute every single week, and uh, this week's no different. Put your hands together for your first of our two regulars, Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. thinking the other day, I was walking, and a, and a guy walked by me, I was wearing some leggings, and he got a heart on. And then I got to thinking, boners are flattering. <laughs> you know? It's like they're saying, I choose you. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys remember being really young and like, doing some like, Christmas performance at school, and looking out and seeing your dad in the crowd, and he gave you one of these? It's like the same thing, except it knows you inside out. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite hobbies is watching uh, my high school friends fluctuate in weight via social media. <laughs> you know, it makes you feel good. Because, okay, so people have friends that commit suicide and they always say, you know, they didn't show signs. I had no idea. People show signs that they're giving up on life. Like, 
girls uh, become Mary Kay consultants, and guys get tattoos that say blessed. <laughs> No, she has a minute about blessed tattoos. Oh. That would roll. Um, okay. Uh, I had I already had some ideas. What was the first premise that you talked about? Uh, uh, boners. Well, that's yeah. right. Boners are flattering. Okay, I didn't understand that ending part. I think I think there's a little bit of something there with the flattering thing. Like it's almost like. I don't know. The boner knows you inside out. It's like a compliment. Yeah, I didn't get the inside out thing. There's something funny too in the fact that like, like what if you are, you're flattered by it, but then you realize that it just happens all the time, or for everything but you, yeah. you know? It's like, it's not, it's not, it's not hard to get hard. Yeah, just, I thought of that too, but maybe, maybe that's how, maybe that's exactly how it is. Like, it, 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 I mean, I saw Philomena last week and. Judy Dench started crying and I was kind of aroused, you know? <laughs> Judy Dench. I can't come without watching Judy Dench crying. Damn right. She cries in every movie. And I, I get hard. Can you cry in every movie? <laughs> Only six minutes in Shakespeare in Love, but it lasted 12, so. Um, and then the second part is the premise that I like the most. I think that that makes sense coming from you. That sounds like something that the young female comedian who just dropped out of college would talk about is watching your friends fluctuate in weight on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I have, um, I was going to add at the end of that, I talked about how uh, the girls that were really hot in high school, they peaked too early and like they wasted their sex young getting fingered. <laughs> you know, like, but like there's still the same hotness, but like it just never increased. They just got really hot in high school. You know those girls. Or like hot in high school, but just stayed that high school hot. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been to Applebee's. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> exactly. Maybe their Facebook movies, like a hot dog eating contest without the hot dogs or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. It's definitely something. Uh, yeah. It's a good premise that could be mined for. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. exactly. And I can't really think of much right now, but like, I it's almost like when you read their status update, you, you, they they could put whatever they want as their status update, but you're looking at their profile pic, and that says 185. Yeah. Their fattest update. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Or you know, just and just look at everything and analyze Facebook and figure out where the fat joke is. Yeah. Whether it's fucking, damn it. Oh, I can just feel it being close. There's so much there. Mm -hmm. Iron Blackie it, or whatever, what's it? And <laughs> 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 I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> did, did you have something? Like, rich did you have something that adds to it? Well, I, I knew what she was saying about the, uh, the fluctuating weight. I thought she was going to get more like detective about how she come to that conclusion. Like status updates and like all the pictures of you having family and blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. And maybe like you, you maybe uh, maybe the pictures aren't of spring break in a bikini, but uh, well, all the pictures start being from shoulder up. You notice like throughout the town. Or the there you go. Like exactly. Bottom and more top. Yeah, that's got to be in the front end. The of angles it. are all the same. Right. So, yeah. Profile pic is a baby. Their kid. Yeah. Right, but when they were in high school or college or whatever, it was their full body pick or whatever. I don't know. There's a lot there. Yeah.
Kimberly Condon, everybody. She's on Twitter at Kimberly Condon. This girl's right in humanity each week. I don't even know how they do it. Yeah. Put your hands together for the always fun, always goofy. It's Sarah Weinshank, everybody. <laughs> a Rice Krispie Treat a few days ago. Mind-boggling. Who thought of these? What type of psychotic genius guys thought to mix Rice Krispies with melted marshmallows? Takes a special mind, that's for sure. I, I imagine it was like a poor college student that was stoned. Nothing was in their kitchen except for some marshmallows left over from Thanksgiving yams and a box of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. <laughs> and he had this genius idea to melt down these mallows, these mallows, if you will, and make them into an adhesive, much like Elmer's glue. And he did, or she did, and I'm thankful for him, you know? And what the hell? Okay, let me tell you this. Try to eat a Rice Krispies treat and have your gums not bleed. It is so, the terrain of a Rice Krispie Treat, guys, it is rocky. Interesting that it can make your gums bleed. I was with you on everything up until that point. Yeah, I thought of that like five minutes ago, threw it in there, is it, and, and I'm full of regret about it. Is it a, <laughs> like, no, my gums have never bled, but I feel like it could. It could have been like if they started off with grape nut treats first, or, or you know, some other cereals first. Like, you didn't just go right to Rice Krispies. He's right. straight out of... Yeah, well, then I was... I wanted to do this thing about, like, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, the three guys, like, being pissed off about Rice Krispie treats because they don't want their, like, respective sounds to not come out because of, like, the marshmallow coating. But I was like, is that too far? Like, is that too far? You went with gums bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a Rice Krispie treats the, 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 the like Snap, Crackle, Pops, like, cum sock or something like that. That's the thing is that when you... <laughs> when you say that, like, you know, your gums have never bled and, and that you don't even really know if people's have but you said your gums always bleed in the jokes if you're using like a generality and an absolute right. then it has to be well like okay I've eaten a Rice Krispie treat before and they're they're like kind of like rough and rocky and like they have hurt my gums so I said that they bled but that was an exaggeration, and... So you lied to us. Yeah, I basically lied to you guys. I love the premise. It fits with everything else you're doing. I love the malo malo, if you will. All that goofy stuff that you do that makes you you, that defines you. That was all in there. Um, it can definitely be punched up. Great premise. Great job. I'm well, curious. Well, this is yeah. my first time seeing you. Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up? Three years. Three years. And then, it's like you do a character, kind of, on stage. Because you talking to us is very different than your cadence when you do stand-up. Yeah, like, my, it's it's how I feel, but it, when I'm having a bad day. It's like Holtzman, but female. Or like Sebastian, yeah. you know, the no. way Sebastian talks off stage isn't the way he is yeah. on stage. So I'm just, No, yeah, it is. It's interesting to me, because totally. I just know me on stage, but then there's some people who do characters and it works. That's why you, her and Kimberly balance each other out. Kimberly's definitely the... More her, like... Right. And I was confused because you started off like really indignant and angry about the Rice Krispie Treat and why it exists, but then you're like, but I'm thankful for it. So which side? 
Yeah, Are you pro Rice Krispie Treat or anti? I'm just actually confused by Rice Krispie Treats in general. Like, what the well, fuck? Well, then have that be the joke. Yeah, yeah, get into that more. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. Sarah Weinshank is yeah. at Princess Shank on Twitter. Yeah. Condon on Twitter. They're both going to be at the La Jolla Comedy Store Saturday, March 1st with us. Thank you guys so much. At the Mike Lawrence. Anything coming up that you want to promote? You, Fahim Anwar, at Fahim Anwar? I got nothing. Okay. Follow me on Twitter. Mike? Yeah, I'm at uh, Mike Lawrence uh, Comedy is my website, and the Mike Lawrence, and yeah, I'm, I'm around. Our and are, we're all gonna get stabbed to death by yeah. the impression <laughs> guy. The Dark Patriot was Willie Hunter. That's at the Willie Hunter Show. Will Hunter Show. At Will Hunter Show, one of my funniest friends. At Josh Martin Comic, always helping us out. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Red Band? Yeah, stay tuned for the longest, hilarious, most amazing, coolest show ever, the Ding Dong Show. Yeah. See you, Will. Yeah. Yeah.